Longing, okay. Longing is, and whatever is, is okay. Longing is, and whatever is, is just okay. In fact, you have no right to term it okay or not okay. Even calling it okay smacks of arrogance. Who are we? To judge something that exists. If it exists, it has a right to exist. If it exists, it has a right to exist. It is there. Longing is there. Yeah, of course, longing is there. Now understand longing. Now go close to longing. Don't hide it. In going close to longing, you will find that you have gone close to that which you are longing for. Getting it? In turning your face away from longing, you have turned your face away from the one you are longing for. Yes, I long. Yes, I desire. Yes, I want. Yes, I seek. Yes, I live. I am a human being. Hmm? Going to the depth of your humanness is godliness. Where else would you find godliness? In a clear understanding of what humanness is about. Godliness is not about exceeding your humanness. It is not about going beyond your humanness. It is about going to the very depths, the roots of humanness. Yes? Look at your desires. Don't condemn them. Look at your longing. Live with it. And you'll find a beautiful song arising from that. Hmm? That song of loneliness is a godly song. Yes? So, if I'm enjoying my loneliness, and my single thought is keep on coming repeatedly, again and again, in that loneliness, I'm feeling happy. So, is that thought can be an inner calling, or my the I can relate that uh, with my desire that uh, I want to do it. When you say you are enjoying your loneliness, what you mean is that you are comfortable with it. Yeah, you are comfortable with yeah. it. That stops it. You are comfortable with it. It's all right. 
solvent. Remain comfortable with whatever there is, including discomfort. Are you getting it? Hmm? It's very uncomfortable. Remain comfortable with this situation. It's very uncomfortable. Now remain comfortable with this. Thoughts will come, thoughts will go. Whatever is happening is the happening. It is there, it is happening for you. And if it is happening for you, you have no right to reject it. It is happening. Acknowledge it. It is happening. Hmm? It is happening. Even if it is repeated. It is repeatedly happening. Guilt, shame, forbearance. Not stuff that would Thoughts, opinions. So know that thoughts have different shades, colors, contradictions. How else would you know thought? By reading about thought? Hmm? Expressions. Of course, when you see the fickle nature of thought, when you see how easily is thought influenced by happenings around you, When you see the self-preserving nature of thought, where else would you see all this except in the experience of thought? And if you hold thought as unwanted, then one thing you can surely never do and that is learn about thought. If you decide never to look at somebody's face, what would you learn about him? Would you ever know him? Yes? It, it, it amounts to opportunity in adversity, or opportunity to learn in adverse circumstances. Probably Calling it adversity is the first step towards suppression. The moment you have given an adverse name to something, you have already unwelcomed it. You see this, please. We said if it exists, it has a right to exist. If it has come, it has come. Now you cannot wish it away. So what do you mean by calling it an adversity or a problem? It is the happening, it is a situation, it is. The moment you say it's an adversity, you would be channelizing your energies towards fighting it, not acknowledging it. You would now be saying, I want to get rid of it. 
and if you are intent on getting rid of something or someone it is hardly then the occasion to know about him hmm? you will never learn please be with me on this you will never learn anything except from that which you are in you will never learn anything except from that which you are experiencing in in honestly knowing the experience you come upon something that is beyond experience but in chasing something beyond experience all you keep on coming to is a chain of experiences frustrated at encountering experience after experience while chasing something beyond experience you start calling these experiences as divine or transcendental that is just self hypnosis the divine the beyond the transcendental cannot be chased by chasing it the only way to chase it down is to stop chasing stop chasing the beyond look directly into your present circumstances there alone is the key and is that not such a blessing that you don't have to go anywhere all of us are living talking breathing sensing experiencing beings in what you sense and what you perceive and what you experience lies the whole truth whole and total not one bit hidden not one bit withdrawn or reserved absolutely exposed but only if you do not reject your life but only if you are not contemptuous towards your own living most of us have been so deeply immersed in shame and guilt about ourselves about our bodies about our minds about our ways of living about standards of propriety that we find it impossible to look at ourselves naked in the mirror that is the reason why truth eludes most of us because our life is the only avenue for the truth the only method the only way and by rejecting yourself you have closed that way
Yes. Truth does not lie outside of yourself. When it is repeatedly said that light lies inside, all that it means is be close to the happenings. And where else is anything happening? It is happening in you, in your life. Even if you are looking at somebody else's life, that looking is happening in your life. Shamelessness is the key. So, it's like just, just be. Just be. And even if you can't be, just tell yourself, I just can't be. <laughs> Accept this, Accept that and also accept the opposite of this and that. And if you can't accept anything, accept that as well. I cannot accept it. Fine, it's all right. You can't accept it. Be at peace with this. Shamelessness is the key. How often does a child look at those parts of his body that he has been taught to be ashamed of? And when you don't look at something, what do you know about it? Oh, you may keep thinking about it, you may keep fantasizing about it, you may remain obsessed about it, but you would never know it. We too have been told that certain parts of our psyche are abominable, not worth looking at. You keep hiding them, keep hiding them. I call those parts our unwanted babies like currently born to a kunti. <coughs> the mighty son. the grand princess and yet she is ashamed ashamed of a most beautiful baby so has morality done anything good? morality is beautiful but it has to be rooted in spirituality If you say you want a little water, 
it is upon me to offer you my glass of water. But that has to be rooted in real compassion. It cannot be a cultivated thing. It cannot be a code of conduct. To not to steal, to not to harm, to not to lie, all of these are wonderful things. As long as and only if they are arising from the right center. Otherwise, how would you know what it means to really help? Otherwise, how would you know what it means to not to lie? So anything from the right center would be moral? Would be moral, obviously. Very well said. But when it is coming from the right center, yeah. often that right morality is at odds with social morality. So the society would consider it immoral. Whereas it is truly moral. And then that beautiful baby grows up to be such a handsome man, but still keeps suffering. And as he suffers, so does the mother. And then there is the war of Mahabharata. Would it be too much to say that the genesis of the war lay in rejection of the baby? We all are mothers like Kunti. We all have our secret love affairs with the son. But we keep them hidden somewhere so that our fathers, the public, the doorkeepers, the ancestors, and the progenies, and the record keepers and the historians do not come to learn of it. You know, what we make the most vile secret of our deepest love affair. And it is such a tragedy. If you have a superficial relationship with someone, you are not ashamed of it. Whereas it is a thing really to be ashamed of. You meet someone and just out of courtesy you shake hands. Cursorily you exchange glances. Artificially you exchange pleasantries. And you are not ashamed of that. <coughs> not at all ashamed of that. But all of us are tremendously ashamed of that which we really love. And that is what is eating us out. That is one hallmark of the real love affair. 
you feel ashamed of it yes we said that a while back right we don't feel guilty about carrying dry faces but we feel so guilty if the eyes get a little wet we remain inhuman insensitive and that does not bother us but it gives us morbid fear to be in a situation where our emotions are exposed where our essence is exposed by that i do not mean that emotions are the essence but when we can't even expose emotions how will we dare expose the essence yeah we hide our heart as if it is a matter of great shame that makes us more lonely that makes us suffer even the animal is drawn towards love man is the only one so unfortunate that he has chosen respectability over love animals don't do that kids also don't do that they have no value for respectability you respect them or not respect them they are all right what they want is love man is the only one who would rather be respectable than lovable <laughs> 